Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back, my gardening friends, to another Focal Point Friday episode. Let's spend just a few minutes together reviewing a snippet of information from a previous episode, highlighting a new topic, or quickly focusing on a current event in the food and agriculture world. Let's get down and dirty. Is talking about um, preventing disease. Okay, the adage is healthy seeds make healthy plants. And there are instances when disease plants can actually pass on diseases within or on the seeds that we save, which that can lead to, of course, poor quality plants again the next season. It can also perpetuate disease in your garden because the infection cycle in each planting starts really early in the season, and then you continue to save those and planting infected seeds again, and that's just promoting the buildup of the disease in your garden. So, um, you know, a bacteria can be attached to the outside of the seed coat, or it can be carried within the seed, and you would never know. Fortunately, you know, you can prevent passing on diseases by treating your seed with a bleach solution or with a hot water treatment before planting. Um, you know, a chlorine bleach treatment can eliminate certain pathogens from the surface of the seed. Um, a hot water treatment can eliminate or reduce seed-borne fungi and bacteria, but not viruses. Um, in the hot water treatment, it's really important to pay attention to the ratio of the solution and the temperature and the recommended time in the solution when treating the seed. Um, because if you don't do it correctly, you can actually damage the seed, which of course is going to reduce the viability of the seed being able to produce the next season. Um, the problem is inve infected transplants and seeds don't usually show any obvious symptoms of infection until much later on. So really it is start with disease-free plants if you possibly can. Um, in our area, it's difficult to grow a completely disease-free tomato in the garden, just outdoors. There are just so many fungal and bacterial pathogens that you know, infect our garden tomatoes out here. Now, I've never had a problem with passing on disease in seeds because the types of diseases that plague our tomatoes, like early blight, for example, um, are passed on through the wind or through soil contamination. So it's not something that is usually passed on through the seed. But in some areas, things like a bacterial canker are a big problem in tomatoes, and that can be passed on by seed. So part of the importance is knowing what's a problem in your area and learn the signs and then just choose healthy fruit from healthy plants whenever it is possible. But what if your prized heirloom beans from your great-grandmother's garden are diseased and you need to save those seeds? Okay, like I said, you have two options. The first one is a bleach treatment. So once you have collected your seeds and you've properly dried them down and you're ready to get them ready for storage, you make a solution, which is one part bleach and four parts of water, and then add a few drops of dish soap to this. You put the seeds into the solution and you allow it to sit for about a minute, just kind of swirling it around occasionally. 
there should be a few enough seeds in there that they're able to kind of float freely around and so that all the surfaces come in contact with the bleach solution. Once they've had about a minute in the solution, pour it through, you know, a, a mesh sieve or a cheesecloth and then rinse the seeds in cool tap water um, under running water for about five minutes. And then at this point, the seed can be thoroughly dried and then stored. Um, bleach seed treatment can be used on any kind of seed, including tomatoes. It will remove pathogens from the surface of the seed coat, but not from within the seed. And unfortunately, um, this means for bacterial canker, Bleach treatment only partially reduces the risk of infection from contaminated seed. So that is where a hot water treatment comes in. Um, like I mentioned, the, the difficulty with hot water treatment is that the time and the temperatures of the treatment is going to vary for each seed type. So I'm going to link in the show notes to a table um, with the information about the hot water treatment from Louisiana State University. They also have several how-to videos available. Um, this is you know, really to be used if you know that you have certain diseases that can be passed on in diseased fruit and you are really desperate to save those, uh, those seeds. It is really critical with this method to precisely meet the exact time and temperature requirements. And I can give you an example. The example for tomatoes um, is you're supposed to soak the tomato seeds in water that's at 100 degrees Fahrenheit for 10 minutes. And then you have to move the seed into water that's heated to 122 degrees Fahrenheit and soak them for 25 minutes. And then, you know, it's the same routine as what you do with the bleach water. You pour the seed through a sieve or a cheesecloth, and then you rinse it under cool water for five minutes, and then you dry it and store it as usual. But it's completely different for every single type of seed. So that's just the example for tomatoes. It's completely different from everything else. If you're unsure about whether or not those seeds are still viable after you treat them, then you can try it out with a small batch of seeds first and then do a germination test to make sure that they are still viable. Now, this is going to be a sort of worst case scenario situation, but I did want to mention it just in case you live in an area where you really do deal with a lot of diseases um, that can be passed on and uh, and you don't want to uh, to save those and propagate them again the next year. At that point, it really is a better idea for you just to buy new seed, fresh seed um, every single season. And that's why it's best to just start with healthy plants and avoid all that nonsense. Thanks for joining me on this Focal Point Friday. I'll be back again on Tuesday for another regular episode of the Just Grow Something podcast. So until next time, my gardening friends, keep on cultivating that dream garden and we'll talk again soon.